All right. Um, here we are. Episode is this episode four? It is. It's episode four. Episode four. Episode one of the new year, and I'm I, I'm feeling kind of high and mighty because. We've gotten, we started this like, you know, let's just have a therapy session, Jackie. We don't think this is going to do anything, but we've gotten some messages from some fans saying 10 out of, we got a five-star review on iTunes saying 10 out of 10 podcast. And maybe, you know, maybe the girl is just trying to get into your pants and she has a girl crush on you, or maybe she just wants, you know, a job at 99.7 and think you could thinks that you could do that for her or maybe she just maybe she just wants to get on you know worst cooks in america season 28 which is what i cast i don't know what it is but we have a fan who called us a 10 out of 10 podcast that's that is so amazing that is actually like such a big compliment and whoever you are out there thank you so much that means a lot and whether you're giving us a 10 out of 10 because it's that bad that it's entertaining you or whether you're giving us a 10 out of 10 because it's helped you um, with your relationship or your life or whatever. I don't care why that is still such a cool thing. So thank you. <laughs> right. I, I'm just so humbled. Like ever since I got that, uh, that 10 out of 10 review, my friends have had to like punch me in the face and knock me down a few pegs and say, Ethan, it's one goddamn review. You're not, you know, you're not the president I of the a, United. I have a confession to make, Ethan what it was you it was my mom it was your mom <laughs> just kidding oh, i my no. mom does not listen to this podcast if she ever finds it then bless her and I, i'm sorry for anything i may have said or will say in the future mother but um i haven't even told my parents that i'm doing this because it's quite raunchy you know i'm just not there yet with the, i'm just we just don't yeah we're just not i know you told me last time that your dad was like in the room with you when you were mm-hmm. talking about your your uh, fantasies of like you know, hooking up with a teacher and, and your dad was there. And I was like, Oh my God, if my dad was in the room with me, I would, I would never say that it would just be too weird for me. I just can't do it. Yeah. I mean, the thing is if, if for the last 10 years, I've been pretty bombastic and unapologetic on social media, the first two, three years were very rocky, but they've learned that there's, there's nothing they could do to censor me. So they've just accepted that this is, this is just the person I am. And and I try to tell them, look, what I'm talking about, this is what a lot of people think and they're just afraid to say it. So I got it. You know, if, if I want to, if, if I have to be the person to take the heat for saying what other people are thinking, then so be it. But you know what? I'm, I'm a martyr, but I'm also a revolutionary. God damn it. <laughs> oh, so you're, so you're one of those people that have your parents on your social media, like they, they're on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and they're looking at everything that you do. And you so know, they just see what you'd say. They see everything. And my mom will be the first one to watch all my stories. And if I say something offensive, she'll go into the group chat then she'll call my (laughs) sister oh my god did you hear what he said and then but another thing like my mom is is more popular on facebook than i am because facebook has just turned into like a 70 like a 65 plus old people's book club like matchmaker (laughs) matchmaker club for 70 year olds (laughs) pretty much and my mom gets so much engagement on i i tell my mom mom you're a facebook influencer right now some of her posts get 30 comments over 100 likes i mean she's (laughs) insanely so it's getting to the point where i might need to pay my mom to promote my music on her facebook (laughs) Oh my God, that would be abs- That would be the day that like cows flies when you have to pay your own parents to help you promote your your marketing, your music. But it's it's like Facebook, and the but thing is, the, I don't the- I don't have my parents on my social. No. 
you don't you that's 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 smart but like are you afraid of um them like coming across it someday and then having you having to explain yourself or talking about you know sex talking talking about well they don't have social media so it's not like i blocked them or like won't allow them in my life on social they just they're not from this country you know i'm first generation with my sister so they don't have the mentality of like i need to get on facebook you know they they just they know what it is they know that i'm on it they know that people have it um they're just not interested in it because their friends are also not really on it right so they don't they just don't have the need to stay connected um the only thing that my dad likes is whatsapp he likes to text his friends on whatsapp and that's about it that's like his um he did he did make a twitter account my dad just to follow me because he said that he was really interested in what I had to say. Mm-hmm. So I remember that he w- he made an account. He only followed me. And I was like, oh, God, now I have to like censor myself just a bit. Oh. Not a lot, but just a little bit. Yeah. And it got kind of annoying because I wanted to post me like, I don't know, smoking my weed sometimes or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want my dad to, to get the wrong impression of me. That's weird. So I, I just <laughs> I blocked him and I told him that I deleted my Twitter. <laughs> Oh, so instead, so instead of being just honest with him, you just decided yeah. to lie to your I dad. Lied. Yeah, man. He he forgot about it. He's just like he's like, oh, okay. I said I said I made a new one, and and I'm not really posting on there. And he was he forgot about it. I just I don't want my parents to to look at me in any other light other than angelic, you know, because that's what right. I am to them. So and and you're um, you're you know you're lying to your parents to protect them to protect their little precious hearts. Yeah, that's what, someone said exactly. this the other day. Like lying is bad, but sometimes it's necessary. <laughs> you well, know, white lies are okay. That's what I, that's what I, that's what that means, right? Lying is never okay. Lying is terrible. But if you're lying and you're not actually hurting the other person at all, but you're protecting mm-hmm. their feelings, like sometimes it's okay you know does this does this make me look fat no honey it makes you look great okay that's that's a white lie whatever it's fine right um, but like, mo- like most lying is terrible <laughs> right like 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 when you're hooking up or you're dating a coworker and you don't want your boss to to know it's like just like omitting the information to him that's a white lie right, right? just because right it's not hurting him at all right unless so. you know he walks in on you guys banging in the bathroom then you know <laughs> that's a different story or if he's still not hurting him he's probably gonna enjoy it anyway or so. or at company meetings he catches you guys playing the nervous game under the desk which by the way i want to talk about the nervous game wait what Did is that have... oh my god First wait is that like all, footsies it's it's like x-rated footsies so oh gosh <laughs> the nervous game is something that we played every single day in seventh grade because let me tell you about seventh grade i have never and will never be hornier than i was in seventh grade <laughs> and that's a bad time to be like why couldn't my horniest part the horniest part of my life be when i was 29 and a little bit more emotionally mature i was the horniest and that's why puberty it's, it's, it's not fair that these kids have to like we were 13 years old and then you you start to explode sexually you know that's what happens and um you're sitting you know right next to a girl who you just when you're 13 you view girls as just like you can't look at a girl without getting a huge boner. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're trying to learn about history and the, the rise of Napoleon. Meanwhile, your boner. The rise is of your Napoleon. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, and I'm you're dead. just, 
you're just staring. And then, so the nervous game is something that guys and girls would play where you would touch, you say, I'm sitting next to you and we're playing a nervous game. You should feel very lucky because I was great at the nervous game. So I put my hand on your knee and I say, are you nervous? If you say yes, then I have to stop. I, then I take my hand off your knee. If you say no, then I move my hand a little bit closer up your thigh. And I, and then I say, are you nervous? Oh, I get it. They know. And then you would go all the way to the private areas and some girls would let you go all the way, all the <laughs> way, all the way to their vaginas. And then, and then when you're touching the vagina, if you say, then you say, are you nervous? And then if they still say no, <laughs> then you go down the pants and you're basically fingering a girl in 13 while your teacher is, t- is trying oh. to teach you math and 2x equals 6. It's insane the shit we did in seventh grade. It's insane. So you remember, okay, I think on the lad po- po- last podcast, I think that I told you that I, when I was in school, I was really like focused on school and I wasn't super focused on boys. Of course, I had crushes and stuff and I'd be like, oh my God, he's so cute. I want to kiss him. But that was just like the extent of what I did in high school. Um, uh-huh. bar- barely kiss anybody kind of thing. And so when you tell me that you played these games in class in seventh grade when you're, what, 12, I'm like, yeah. Jesus, I did not play that game when I was 12, man. <laughs> I didn't even know about that game when I was 12. (laughs) Like, that's crazy. But I will tell you something that happened to me, um, not to me, like, personally, but something that somebody showed me Mm -hmm. when I was, I think I was in ninth grade. So I was 14. Uh Um, I was in, I was also in class. I believe it was science. Um, Oh, what was his name? Mr. Jackson. So I was in science class. And there was this guy that sat next to me that he like flirted with every girl. Like mm. I was very uninterested by him, but he, he was charming and he was funny. Mm. Um, so I liked to just talk to him, but I was very uninterested in him otherwise. But uh, he was just like always trying to get with every girl in the school. Everyone knew about it, right? He was just wait, that guy. Wait, in, 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 wait so this is a, a, a high school teacher who's trying no, no, to- not, No, not my teacher. Oh my God, oh, I'm my sorry. Bad. My bad, this, okay. like, A classmate, it, this happened to me in Mr. Jackson's class, not by Mr. So, Jackson. So Mr. Jackson shouldn't get a call from the authorities. No, guys. he was a, as far as I know, pretty normal man. Um, I'm not going to name <laughs> the guy that I'm talking about because I'm still friends with him on uh, social media and he'll probably, he would probably tell the story and laugh at it anyway. But he like, he was sitting there in class with next to me and he was like, I don't know what we were talking about or why this, why this even became a, a thing. But he said, I'm going to, he's like, I'm going to pull out my penis. And it was in the middle of class. And I was like, no, you're, I said, no, you're not. And he was okay, like, no, I am. And I was, yeah, I was like, no, you're not. And I kept saying, no, you're not. And I was just laughing at him. I was like, no, you're not like, shut up. No, you're not. And he's like, no, I am. And then this went on for like two minutes. Yes. No, yes, no, yes, no. And then he says, look down. And I'm like, this guy's not doing anything. So I look over to my right and he literally pulled it out in the middle of class. <laughs> And I, my, my reaction, my, my initial reaction was hysterically laughing. I laughed so hard that it was supposed to be like silent reading time or something because the whole class was silent. And that's when I remember Mr. Jackson looking up and being like, he got me in trouble and I never got in trouble. I was a good student. Like I hardly ever got in trouble. And he was like, he was like, Jackie, what's going on? And I was like, I, <laughs> I just couldn't hold it in. Oh, and it was just so God. bad. I had to leave. I just got up and like pretended I had to go to the bathroom. I had to leave. And um, from that day on, I, n- I could never talk to that guy again. I was just <laughs> was like, I know what it looks like. I don't want to look at you. I was like so embarrassed. Oh my God. <laughs> but I'm, still fr- I'm still like friends with him on ev- like social media. So it's just weird to, to like 
see him pop up sometimes i'm like oh god you're so weird like i saw your 13 year old penis this is weird i don't want to like your posts on instagram i think about how many dick pics that guy sent like that guy was like got a head start to the whole dick pic game he probably probably still does i think he's like probably still doing that now but he whipped his dick out like he actually took it out out of his underwear what the (laughs) so that was that wasn't the nervous game because he (laughs) we weren't playing any kind of game he just randomly decided that he was going to show me and i was probably not the only one in the school that he did that too so um I, I didn't take it uh, personally, but <laughs> it was just I, I so can't, weird. I'm just surprised that a guy who whipped that you being, you know, someone who never played the nervous game, maybe you were a little approved as a 12, 13-year-old, which is completely fine. You know, we, you didn't lose your virginity till you're 24, <laughs> right? You're Three, 23? 23, yeah. 23. Yeah. You know, j- you, you take things slow, which is great. You know, it's a great quality about you. Now, you being that type of person, a guy whips his dick out for you and, and your, your reaction is to laugh? Like, I laughed so hard, man. It was like the fuck. Because what else am I? I'm not going to, I'm not going to scream. I'm not going to like yell. I just, I just thought, wow, I can't believe he did it. I was actually thought it was funny. Like I thought he was really funny for doing so sexual it. sexual assault is funny to Jackie Hollywood. Oh my God. Jackie. I'm going to get, I'm going to get so many <laughs> comments. Like, I can't believe you said that. Uh, um, but no, yeah, but- it was. Th- that actually you know what that actually is sexual assault in a weird way but it wasn't obviously like it didn't it wasn't supposed to be like it was a joke and it was funny but if somebody did that to me outside on the street right now as mm-hmm. an adult i would be a appa- I, I don't think i'd laugh i'd be appalled i'd oh, be like god. whoa yeah like, put that thing away <laughs> oh my god i know it, it is weird how um like the, the culture of sending dick pics. And this is something that I, have we, have we talked about this? I think we have talked about this. I don't know. I'm down to talk about it again. Because no, it's so I don't fascinating. think so. The whole dick pic thing, because every single girl I've ever talked to says they get dick pics all the time. Like if you have three, if you're a hot girl on social media, you will get like multiple dick pics from guys. Right. And I just don't understand the psychology that goes behind sending a dick pic because no girl has ever seen a dick pic and, and in, like a dick pic from a random guy and thought, damn, I want to suck that thing right now. Just put that inside <laughs> him. It's not attractive at all. It's obviously every girl's grossed out by it. Why do guys keep doing it? Do you think? Um, yeah, you know, I obviously like it, it would make more sense to ask a guy that does that, why he does it and then get the psychology yeah. from him. But let's, in my let's, opinion, phone, let's phone a creepy friend. <laughs> right um in my opinion it's like i think they just um it's it's not that they think anything's gonna happen or that the girl's gonna enjoy it i think that they think oh if i send this it's gonna make me feel really powerful i don't look i do not want to compare this to to the r word or like the horrible things that that you know can happen in life but i think that it's the satisfaction of saying like i i can do this to you and there's nothing you can do about it i'm gonna send you a dick pic and you're gonna have to look at it that's i think that guys that send it are that have that mentality that's really almost like almost evil in a way like I get to do it and you get to look at it and, and I'm happy because you get to see it. And, right. and they don't like, think about what the girl's thinking or what, if she wants to see it, they don't, it's oh. not. Yeah. That's what I think. I don't actually know. I feel like we should actually call a psychologist Yeah. at some point and like find out. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm going to, um, hang with me. Keep, keep, I'm going to, I'm going to research this. I'm going to research oh, I was like, this are you right calling now. your psychologist? Yeah, friend no. Uh, like- <laughs> why do guys send dick pics? You know what? Let's, because there are some interesting science says, Oh, this is, this is fucking great. The, science says this is the real reason men send dick pics. Um, okay, go on. Um, so, well, it's not in, so this is from go.com. 
G or GQ.com. Wow, GQ. This is oh, a GQ. Go incredible what? source. Yeah. GQ is like the biggest magazine in the world. <laughs> I know. What if I just like totally botched their plug? All right. Well, uh, so this is the this is a quote from GQ that on why men send dick pics to girls because I'm <laughs> we're both fascinated by it. Well, it's not entirely surprising to hear that we're an overtly sexual generation true as uh, as the study suggests dick pics may be a quote-unquote unfortunate side effect of 1.8 million years of human evolution what yikes <laughs> with this in mind researchers discovered that men tend to overestimate women's interest in receiving nude okay in receiving nude imagery based on their own receptivity in reversed roles oh that means they want pics- it from the girl so they think oh. that the girl wants it from the guy they think i would love to receive a nude from a woman so she must love to receive one from me that's it's it's a narcissistic way of thinking i, oh. I think is what you're, maybe yeah. that's what it is then it goes that means dick pics are basically them projecting their own desires on yeah. those to whom they send it to in the hope that their sexual desires. I wish I could write like that. You know, when you read like good writing and you're like, where the fuck did I go wrong? If only I could write like this and be a <laughs> writer and then just brag about it at the bar. It's okay. You're good at what you do. You don't need to be a good oh, writer because so you're, you're good at music and other things. So it's okay. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> Whom they send it to in the hopes that their sexual desires will be reciprocated and they might just get a nude for their own mm. view. Do dudes really think that, man, if I send off this dick pic, she's going to send me a picture of her fingering herself. But here's the thing. And I've heard there's, I have, I have a story where, um, and this is kind of, this is, you know, it's, it's got to be traumatizing to, to just get these, especially from dudes who you kind of know and you might meet one day, like dudes who are kind of in your social circle. Because like one time yeah. I was with a girl, um, you know, a friend of mine, she's very attractive and uh, we were just like chilling. We did like a TikTok dance together. I posted her on my story and I have a lot of, uh, you know, horny men who follow me who have been on reality shows and, you know, just guys who play the numbers game with women message 50 women hoping that one of them will be down to bang and just even though they creep out 49 right. if they just get that one then it's worth the 49 <laughs> girls thinking that you're like a, a weird person which i don't know you know more power to him i guess but so i posted this girl on my story um and then one of my you know one guy ends up following her and they like kind of talk for like like briefly they follow each other you know how it is in the dms well you don't because you're in a relationship but the way the dms work is like you just kind of respond to each other's stories <laughs> talk here and there but it's nothing serious you know that's just kind of how i've been there i've been there you've been there <laughs> yes you have i'm sure you have <laughs> that's how you met your boyfriend is through the dm so you know. um so exactly so, so these so these girls so they're just kind of talking back and forth in the dms nothing and then this guy adds her on snapchat um, and the first Snapchat video he sends her is a video of him helicoptering his dick. He's naked and he's doing the helicopter with his dick, which I'm, I'm pretty sure you could assume what that is. And that's yeah. like the first image that he sends to her. And she's she blocks him on everything. Well, she says, I, I, I can't believe you think that I would like to see this. I'm disgusted. You're gross. Mm-hmm. Then she blocks him on everything. And, and, it's, and it's weird because it's like, it's a guy that I that I know and I'm friends with and and I don't I don't know what to do with that information like should I have gone to him and say hey you need to stop doing that or like yeah it's a weird position for you because you like technically you shouldn't have to do anything because it's not your like thing right but I I actually know 
a, a similar situation where a guy that I know that actually we all went to school with, I don't, I'm not going to name drop, but I could tell you later. Um, <laughs> he was in our major. Okay. And he was sending dick pics uh, to three of my friends, oh, one, of who, one of whom is currently married, but he did it before she was married. He did it when she was just in a relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And a couple other people that you personally know. Oh, and Jesus. I like he, thank God he never sent me one. But like whenever I saw his picture come up on Instagram or social media, I was like gagging. Cause I'm like, Oh, I like, I saw what it looked like. Like my friends like screenshotted it and sent it to me. And I was like, wow. Oh my God, now I can't, I can't even look at your face anymore. It's weird. So yeah, it's, it's awkward. Like what, what do you do in that situation? Right. It's so, and it's like, you're shooting yourself in the foot because Chance, if you send, if you're a serial dick pic sender, which there are a lot of them out there, I have information that I can't say in this podcast because it would ruin a lot of relationships with me and people that I'm close with. But like, there are, they're out there. And I just don't understand, like, you, like, what if you run into that person? What if, what if you see that person out? What if, uh, you know, you run into one of their friends? Do you think they're just going to not tell everyone? I mean, it's a traumatizing thing. They're going to tell everyone. So now everyone, not only that person, but everyone in that person's entire circle thinks you're a creep. (laughs) And then one and and then it's just going to spread like wildfire that you're a dick pic sender and then all of a sudden your (laughs) reputation in your small town or just in your social media bubble is is ruined is that you're the dick pic sender like so if you're listening to this and you send dick pics more like to to, to girls who you aren't dating because it's cool if it's a girl you're dating i do that i get creative with it you know or if it's a girl that you're flirting with or if it's a girl who just asks for it you know right if if they want it it's fine right if they ask for it and they want it it is absolutely fine (laughs) it's fine i do the you know sometimes i do the bulge one where it's like i don't like when when i'm like sexting a girl i like in the from outside the boxers i'm like here is my bulge but i don't do the full dick pic until it's really hot and heavy i've made that mistake before one time i got catfished by someone on snapchat and they were sending me a bunch of nudes but they were all nudes that they were pulling off google it was really it ended up being oh man that's snapchat though man that is crazy snapchat's dangerous so um so then i was like sending i i went into (laughs) I went into the bathroom of the company I was working at and I was sending, you know, videos of me jacking off. I did every dick pic <laughs> angle in the world and I ended up sending it to this gay guy on Snapchat who I thought was oh a girl. God. And then, and then I was so horny and stupid that I, <laughs> I sent this person my home address and said, Stop. Come, I said, come over as soon as I'm done with work so I can fuck the oh shit out of you. Oh my and God. Then, Do you know how dangerous that is? You don't even know who, oh my God, um, they could have came and robbed your entire house with all his buddies. Like, Hey, let's see what he has. <laughs> hey, I'm, let me tell you this. There is no one stupider than a man trying to get laid. I'm telling you. It's, That's so funny. All, all logic just gets thrown out the window. It's, a, you know, it's, it's part of male biology that you would never understand. And I'm so fucking jealous that you would never understand that. Because, but it's, I've, I've grown up well, and no, I'm not that person. You you are jealous of me that I don't that I don't have that problem. Whereas like sometimes I'm jealous of guys and the fact that there's they just I don't know I don't want to say you have it so easy because mm-hmm. like, there's so many things that are easier for girls or easier totally. for guys or whatever. But then like 
yeah, I just think of like childbirth and periods and um, uh, just other things. And, and I'm like, man, sometimes oh, like man. I just want to wake up and be a boy for a day and just see what it's like and just pee wherever I want. Oh, and my like, God. Just well, live the life, you know? Well, you know what? You can pee wherever you want. I've hung out with multiple <laughs> girls who just pop squats wherever. And it's to well, the point where... I want to walk topless at the beach and pee and standing up. And I can't do, you, do, I don't okay. want to do that. This know? whole free the nipple thing. Do you really want to walk topless at the beach? No, I don't because every, I don't actually want to because everyone would stare at me. But if it was normal and it like, just like how it is for guys, nobody would stare at me because it would just be normal. And then I would just do it. Right. But right. Do I actually want to go to the beach today and just take off my shirt and walk around? No, because I would feel really uncomfortable because mm. everybody's eyes would be on me and it'd be like the weirdest attention. Yeah. But if like, if in a hundred years it's normalized and everybody could just be topless and it wouldn't matter, then I would absolutely just do it with everybody else. Right. Yeah. So it's just, yeah, you, it's just a weird situation. It, it is. It's, it's, there's a huge, um, there's a huge like disconnect, like there's a conflict here because I, I do think in 50 years, women will, women will be able to walk topless at everywhere. It's already, I could kind of see it already starting to get to when that When I'm point. already like, a grandma, that's not fair. I don't want to walk around topless <laughs> when I'm 90 and it's normal. And all these young hot girls are walking around with their nipples out. And I'm like, my, my nipples are down to my knees. And now, I, hey, now I'm allowed to do it. Like, I don't want that. Surgery. Hey, just get <laughs> the surgery. Just keep them up, you know, um, keep, keep them uniform and then you'll have bomb boobs when you're 65 and oh then you can god, show them off i've seen bomb oh my boobs. god Spe speaking of women i really i wanted to talk to you about this on here i know i already talked to you about it on text but mm -hmm. um i'm i'm gonna turn into cupid i think and potentially hook you up with a really really <laughs> beautiful nice girl yeah how do you feel she, about that I, you know she seems <laughs> she seems very attractive um and she does hair. She's good with hair. I'm bad with hair because I'm losing mine. So maybe <laughs> you can like give she can me, give me some tips. Give me tips on how to grow my hair back. Uh, that would be cool. And she, yeah, she seems. I mean, if she, if you say that she's a good person because you're a good judge of character, then I'll believe you. And you know what? Maybe I'll take her out on a date. I I did kind of get burnt out from the dating thing. November and January, I went on way too many dates. I was a serial bumble messenger like it was 24 it was like a full-time job me me on these dating apps it gets and, tiring I, I know and I and I so I deleted them and I just stopped doing it and then I because it felt like I was just filling a an empty void in my soul it wasn't that I was really trying to date it was just that I was just filling a void so yeah I um deleted the, the dating apps but you know when I'm ready to to date again then then maybe she's the first person I message. Well, if you don't uh, have to actually date her, you could just, I mean, cause I even told her, I said, look, if nothing actually works out between the two of you, like in a serious manner, she's young, man. She's 22. I was like, if nothing actually 22. works out, I was like, I was like, you guys could just have fun. And she's like, yeah, I'm down. Cause she just got out of a six year relationship. So she's not really looking for like a, a boyfriend or a husband. I think, I think she's just looking for someone to hang out with and have fun with. So that's why I thought of you. Cause I was like, Shit, I mean, that's probably if, what you're down for. So. Wow, <laughs> are you hooking me up with a potential friends with benefits with no strings attached? You're I, I think so. I think I am. You know what? So I just met her once, right? So I don't actually know her that well, but I spent like almost four hours with her because she was doing my hair. Wow. And um, I got to know her. You know, when when someone's doing your hair and you're in a salon chair, you're you're not a girl, so you probably don't really understand this to this degree, but you just really get to know the person that's doing your hair because you right. just talk about um, gossip and relationships and drama in life. And it's just, you know, 
we just became friends pretty instantly. And that's when she asked me what I do. And then I brought up the podcast and she's like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, who do you do it with? And then I said, oh, my friend Ethan, I went to college with him. And mm-hmm. um, she's like, oh, that's cool. And then of course I was like, I don't know if you watch MTV at all, but he was on this show. Are you the one? And she's like, oh my God. Yeah. Well, what season? And I told her and she's like, oh my God, I know who he is. Was he like the kind of like, almost like funny, shy, kind of awkward a little bit. And I was like, yeah, that's him. And then I showed her. Yeah. She said loser without saying the word loser. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and then I showed her your picture and she's like, yeah, that's him. Oh my God. Yeah. He's, he's cute. Like he's really cute. I'm down. And then, uh, she told me that she was very, very, very heavily considering moving to LA very soon. And that's when I said, all right, as soon as you get here, let me know. I'll see what I can do. She's very much your type. Um, I know that you like that girl tattooed Aquarius on OnlyFans, right? Oh God, I checked yes. her out on Instagram. She followed me on Instagram. We're friends shout now. out tattooed um, Aquarius, the best OnlyFans follow in the world. She's got um, some great new content, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> well, this girl that was doing my hair rem- like reminded me of her in a way because she has tattoos and she's blonde and stuff. And I just, yeah, I was like, wow, you are so his type. Like, this is perfect. So, oh, okay. Well, you know what? I, I would maybe I'll slide into her DMs today. Speaking of, um, and, and, I, and I do appreciate you looking out for your boy, you know, that's, that's <laughs> always, I, I wanted, there's one thing I wanted to do because like, okay, a couple of, not last episode, but the episode before we went on uh, dating apps and we like judged and roasted people, um, ro- roasted people's Bumble accounts in LA. Well now, right now I'm, I'm in Sonoma. Um, so this is kind of like the Bay area and I want to just see, out there. yeah, I just want to see how the girls up here, like how their bios are different. So I'm going to go to 99 mile radius. We'll do between 19 and 40. Um, and let's just see what these Bay area girls are like. Okay. First girl, she's a teacher. I loved, I got a soft spot. I've said it before. I got a soft spot for teachers. (laughs) You know what they say? They say that you want to date someone who's like your mom. My mom's a teacher. So that might be a reason. My God, that I did not know that. And that is actually really funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to date my mom is what I'm trying to say. Um, so the quickest well, I'm way- I'm sure your mom's a great person, so it's fine. <laughs> this girl goes, uh, the quickest way to my heart is breakfast dates, lots of laughter and dancing. Nope, they're just as basic as the LA girls. They're all, every girl is the same. No, I'm kidding. Um, we'll get along if you enjoy concerts or collecting vinyls. Okay, so she likes hipsters. Hipsters collect vinyls. She lives in Richmond. I'm going to swipe right. Ooh, nothing. Okay, this girl. I want, I want, I want a good, we're going to do this until we get a good bio, like a really 10 out of 10 bio, (laughs) like a bio that is the equivalent of the delete my number podcast, which, uh, (laughs) thank you for listening. Okay. Okay. This one, another, just one with no, she's got great photos and she's, she's, you know, she's 23 and she's taking the route. Like, you know what? I'm too hot. I don't need to put energy into a bio. You know what? You're right. I'm still swiping right. <laughs> oh, we, <laughs> you're, uh, you're one of those. <laughs> it's I'm just a basic male. If I see a pretty face, I'm you don't. Of need, course. You could be a serial killer. You could have a, a terrible <laughs> relationship with the, your entire family because you never call them on holidays. And I still will give you all of my time and energy. It's bad. Okay, this one, another one with no bio. Um, registered nurse at nursing. Okay, well she's a hero. So nurses are heroes so you gotta always swipe right on a nurse you know make them feel good um right her she goes okay this one goes what makes a relationship great is and then she says humor honesty loyal humility and grace what is grace like 
Grace I, to me is is like being elegant or um graceful. Uh, oh, it's like when you're when being you're like graceful. Oh, okay. So she wants someone. Let me to read like, the exact definition of grace. Okay. So she wants oh, someone to like she wants to date a ballerina right, who can dance on her elegance. Toes. It's it's elegance. Okay. <laughs> it also just means I think just being like yeah, just being elegant and good. Like yeah. Oh, like a open up the door. Are for you graceful, like, Ethan? Am I graceful? No, I'm awkward as hell. I can't. I, I, <laughs> I trip over my own feet. I can't stand up on a surfboard, a skateboard. I am the opposite of graceful. So is she <laughs> is she saying that I I she wants a guy who can who can snowboard and who has good balance because I'm not I'm not it, honey. Um, you should message her and tell her that, and that just might make her laugh, and then she'll fall in love with you just based off of that comment. Okay. Yes, I I, I swiped right. We'll pray for the best. Okay, this one. <laughs> this is. I like this girl already. I could tell her photo is her like biting her lower lip in like a goofy way. And she's got Harry Potter glasses that she's wearing upside down. She's, she's, she's kooky. I like her. Um, her name's, <laughs> you know, uh, and her job is public speaking coach. Cool job. Public speaking coach like that. Her bio, her bio says, I've got a ton of sea urchin spines stuck in my foot. So I basically come with a bonus organism. That's frick. Now that's, oh, that's, cool. <laughs> I mean, that's it, funny. It, it sucks that I don't know if that like makes it uncomfortable for her to walk, but at least she's making a joke about it. You gotta love that. And then she goes, um, enthusiastic about just a, enthusiastic about just about everything except drop towers. What are drop towers? Oh, does she mean like drop zone? Like at Disneyland when it just drops oh, really fast? Oh, yes. She just those doesn't things, like that. Yeah. Those things, I don't either. Those <laughs> are the, I, I watch people on those, those, those rides at the amusement parks where they just go up and then they just drop to the bottom. Oh, and I'm like, terrible. nobody, and I, nobody's enjoying themselves on these things. It's the same as when people like take a shot of vodka. I'm like, why do you, you guys are, and then like, it's like they're fun like yeah let's all take a shot and then five seconds after they have they're just disgusted and they're almost throwing up in the sink they're hating their lives why do the people do that to themselves you know so i i like this girl enthusi enthusiastic about just about everything except drop towers um my real life superpower is okay i'm in love with she her. sounds she, like your perfect match she is she goes my real life superpower is talking to strangers for hours i mean that's, well, she's uh, a public speaking coach, so I would hope that she was able to talk to strangers for hours. Otherwise, she would be horrible at her job. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's what she does. Like, so she's really passionate about public speaking. She talks to strangers for hours. Um, she goes, I'm a real nerd about poetry and particle wave duality. What is particle? I don't think I'm smart enough for this girl. What does particle wave duality mean? That sounds very sciencey, and I actually don't know what that is either. But my the real question is, what would you rate her looks out of ten? Because we good... also need to know that. Oh my God, she's a mile away from me. She's in Sonoma. Are you kidding me? This <laughs> wow. is. I think I. She's. Uh, here's the thing. She's 20 years old, which I I can't. After. I, I can't go. I, it's it's hard for me to to think about dating somebody younger than 25 just because I've been burned so much. Um, when I say burned so much, I mean, they've given me herpes. I'm just kidding. Um, oh uh, so, um, OK, so she her, her looks, I would say here's the thing. She doesn't she isn't wearing makeup in any of these photos, which 
you know, got to love the confidence. Actually, there's one she's wearing makeup in and she looks really cute. She's like, she's not sexy. She's just, she's just cute and just interesting. She's a type of girl. She's got a photo of her, like holding a big plant, you know, with a fun smirk on her face. She's the type of girl that even if you aren't insanely attracted to her, you want to go on a date with her just because you know, you're going to have fun, you know? And, and I feel like, the, the attraction will build over time. This is a perfect so example. So you're basically rating her like you're rating her low then. <laughs> L- looks wise. No, <laughs> Instead of answering the question, you're <sighs> like, well, I'm sure she's fun to hang out with. <laughs> no, she, but she's cute though. Looks wise. It's hard to, it's, it is kind of weird. Like a 20 year old because she's, she just looks very young. Um, Right. Looks wise. Just screenshot and send me a picture of her oh. and I'll tell you what okay. I think. Perfect. I'm doing that right now. As okay. we speak, um, this pro- this podcast is brought to you by uh, Tattooed Aquarius. She's got great uh, content on her OnlyFans. <laughs> she just ate out a girl in her last photo. So everybody check out Tattooed Aquarius. She's sponsoring this podcast. All right, Jackie, I just sent you um, I just sent you the clip. And I want you to let me know if you think this girl is cute. Deliver. Okay, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Okay, I'm looking. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying by what you're saying. She's very natural, um, kind of like almost hippie a little bit, but I think she has. Jackie? Hello? Damn it. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I, you, you cut out for a second. Can you keep talking? Oh, yeah. Is okay. that better? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, so I was just saying, um, yeah, I see what you mean by her. She's a little bit of like a, a hipster, hippie kind of, but um, very, very natural looking. But I think that she's she's cute and she looks interesting. But she's totally. not like, I see what you're saying. She's not like a 10 out of 10. Like she's not going to be on Love Island, right? But she's right. she's cute in her own way. So totally. And you don't yeah. want to date. You don't want to date girls that are hot enough to go on Love Island or not even hot enough. Just have the look for <laughs> reality tv they're just their dms are too crazy and you're going to be constantly a soccer goalie shooting off dudes i I mean i dated a hot girl in college like like so out of my league and everybody was like this guy must be packing a huge cock in his pants because how the hell did he pull this girl and the answer is yes i do have a pretty big cock that's the only reason i pulled no but um Oh my God, that's so funny. Uh, but 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 it would everywhere we went, every single time I would go to a, a, a bar with her, go to a coffee shop, even just walk down the street. I would see guys like like hit on her in front of me. And I'm like, dude, will you? And then they're like and then they would be like, oh, I didn't know that was your girl. I didn't because they just couldn't believe that I was that I could date someone like that, which is understandable. But. I just constantly had to like be a dick to dudes and I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm a nice guy. It's, it's awkward for me to have to be assertive and and to just tell a dude to fuck (laughs) off. But you, you know, when you date a hot girl, you kind of have to turn into an asshole like that because. Yeah, I I understand. It's intimidating. You don't want like, you don't want to be with somebody who literally can have whoever they want. And then it makes you worry, right? Like, Oh, she's just gonna. Yeah. I can understand that. Especially. Yeah. Um, all right, I don't want to go too deep into it because the last thing I want is drama with her because I know that one of her friends is probably listening to this and it's going to send her the clip <laughs> and then it's going to stop talking about Well, you're me. you're just you're just complimenting her so you're not even saying anything bad. You're just right. saying that she was really hot. So Totally. <laughs> to- yeah, but they're going to spin it and take it out of context and act like, "All right, so let's go. I'm I'm going to swipe right on her." <laughs> Dang it, she didn't swipe right back. Um okay, so But this how do you know that though? If you so you're saying you swiped right and you didn't get a match, but how do you know that you just didn't appear on her thing yet? Right, and I she, just and that 
it's, it's because I hate myself and always assume the worst. So when I <laughs> swipe right and, and they don't swipe back, I just assume that they don't like me and then keep the expectations low. Then I might get a notification in two hours. Like, Hey, right. you know, the, the girl that you were thirsting over on your podcast is in your messages. And now you guys are going to go to Starbucks and then you're going to take her to Maxwell field. And then she's going to play the nervous game with you. And then you're going to take her to your parents' <laughs> garage. And then you guys are going to watch die hard too. And then, <laughs> And then I'll leave the rest up to the to the imagination. But uh, well, okay. I, hope, I hope that happens for you. Sincerely hope that <laughs> I, I yeah, I need to get laid, man. This we were talking about this before the podcast. This is the worst part of the pandemic because the weather's bad. It's gloomy. And all you want to do is just like just be indoors. And there's no there's nothing. There's no social. There's no socializing that can be done indoors besides like someone's house. Um and so I just kind of feel like I'm in I'm in rehab right now, like mainly pussy rehab. Like it's just impossible for me to like girls want to go on like maybe one hour walks during the day. But there's you know, so what if we're feeling each other? What if we're what if we both come to the agreement? Like, let's be, what are we going to do? Have sex in a car? That's actually a great idea. I think I'm going to fuck a girl in a car. <laughs> wow. I love I love when you just like talk about something and then you just come up with a logical conclusion that you so um. <laughs> I know it must be really hard honestly like I in all seriousness like being single during a pandemic you have to be extremely like strong mentally and confident in yourself and a really positive person to um survive such a thing um i'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are extremely depressed and um you know it, it's it's no laughing matter because it's like real and it sucks but just right. stay strong because this pandemic is not going to last forever i know it's it seems like it because it's been so long but eventually we will be able to hang out with other people you'll be able to go to parties again and meet a boy or a girl and yeah fall in love and, and get you know it'll right, happen and just see the and just get rejected by a girl i think that's the best thing is that when people are finally able to go to bars again and go to social gatherings. I think there a lot of a lot of people are going to be way less afraid to approach someone that they're attracted to because this has reminded us that none of that shit even matters. Like getting rejected, oh well, you know, because yeah, which which which, which what's worse than getting rejected is just sitting at your house alone wondering, and that's what <laughs> everyone's doing right now is just sitting at their houses alone. So I think a lot. A lot of more, a lot more dudes are going to be okay with getting rejected. Me being one of them, because there's nothing more that I want to do right now is ask a girl what she's drinking and have her say, you're weird. Go away from me before my boyfriend beats you up and have me just laugh about it. Go back to my boys, say that went terribly. And then they just make fun of me. I want that. I, I miss yeah, that. Yeah, this makes you appreciate all of those little things that you would have never appreciated yes. before. And now it's like just carpe diem, seize the day. Like the, the moment that we're allowed to go back oh. out, just like do all the things that you, you were too scared to do or talk to the people that you never thought you could get with. Because why the hell not? Because there might be another pandemic in five years and we're all going to be stuck at home right. again. So just just like just be bold. Yeah, be courageous and just like do whatever the hell you want, man. As long as you're not like hurting other people. Yeah, do whatever yeah, you want. Totally. But <laughs> be, don't I'm, be a dick, but like ha like have fun, you know? What I'm scared about is is has this pandemic socially conditioned us to be like reclusive 
Like, are we, yeah, are kind we, of. have we, are we going to go to bars and are we going to completely forget how to socialize? Are we going to get scared whenever, are we going to get like PTSD is, you know, is it going to be traumatizing to be in a room with a lot of people? Are we going to start getting scared of spreading germs, you know, sharing drinks? Like how long is it? Cause even when they open shit back up, I feel like there's going to be a grace period until absolutely hundred percent so that's so it's not like things are going to be open and everybody's just going to be tongue kissing at the bar like it's going to no take way some, i think it's going to take some time for us to you know learn how to socialize take years a few years honestly that like i think it, i think that when things open up it will again be like phase one phase two phase three and right. then like you can walk in but you have to stay this far apart and you can't you, I, there's going to be rules for a long time and i think that um there's going to be really courageous and bold people who just say you know what fuck it like i want to go back to normal and i want to meet people and do normal things and then there's going to be a part of the population who are extremely um, germophobic and scared right. and just don't want to do anything. And they're going to end up having really sad lives at home because yeah. you can't be like this forever. It's not natural and it's not normal. Like I want to go back out. I don't want to get sick, but I want to like live my life, you know? So totally. And I think, I think it's going to be like every bar is going to have a different vibe because there's going to be that bar owner who is just like, you know what? COVID was a scam. Let's just get everybody together. We don't care about yeah. your germs. Just, this is the bar where you come in and you just forget COVID was ever a thing and you just are all up in each other's faces. But then there's going to be other bars where people are going to probably be more safe about it. So it'll be like, you know, I think like the dive bars will just be the people that are just going crazy but then like maybe the more upscale places they're probably going to still have the socially distant tables and let's be careful let's be mindful of each other but man those dive bars that's i'm going that's the first thing i'm doing is going to a dirty <laughs> ass dive bar and just and just yelling and having a converse i just miss having conversations with like old drunk people with no filters those are the best guys you know yeah, I mean, I also just miss like going and just meet, just meeting pe just humans and just like conversing oh with them and finding out like what, because one of the reasons I moved to LA this year um, during a pandemic is because I was like, okay, I want to, I really want to network again and kind of like get right. my place in this world, my career and, and whatnot. And like, you know, without, without going to a bar or a, or an event at a hotel or whatever the situation, like I can't network. I can't just meet people and talk to people. I have to do everything online. LinkedIn is not the same as going and meeting a, uh. a drunk producer at a bar who, who just thinks, Oh my God, you're amazing. Let's make something to get, let's make music or let's do oh this. Like God. it's not the same and, online. So and, I just, you're so right. And, and people say, People say, oh, these drunk, these converse, these drunk conversations at bars, they go nowhere. No, I'm the first to tell you they go somewhere. I've seen them go somewhere. Just be being at a bar and having a like a drunk conversation with a stranger, and then you guys hit it off. You realize you both love the movie Step Brothers, and you you start throw you're, you're throwing Step Brothers quotes at each other. And then the next thing you know, your whole relationship in the bar is you guys quoting Step Brothers. And then 30 minutes in, it's like, hey, I like you. I like you. Oh, I do music. Oh, I do. I'm a producer. Next thing you know, you're making platinum records. That is what yeah. is what the world needs to go back to instead of, hey, checked out your music. Really love your sound. I think we can make something dope together. I don't, that's just not <clears throat> inspiring for anyone. I mean, I guess it's the new normal, but I'm not ready to accept it as the new normal. I like the old normal. 
Yeah, I think we all feel that same way. I get I get DMs from, hey, check out my beats because I like your song. And I'm like, you didn't even listen to my song. I know oh what you're doing. God. You're copying and pasting your message and telling me to check out your beats, which fair play because sometimes like you have to send out a hundred messages and you might get one back in return. But it doesn't, yeah, does it make me feel special? And I really don't want to click on your profile. I want to know that you actually like like me or my music or whatever. So totally. yeah, man. It's, it sucks, but you know what? It's not going to be forever. We just have to be patient and, and we'll get there eventually. Yeah, I think. A- absolutely. I, um, I, I was, I, I was just, I randomly started to think about sex, which happens a lot. And I, um, <laughs> and I, and I have a question. Have you ever had a guy suck your toes before? Is that a thing that guys do? I, um, I know that that's definitely like a thing and it's, and there are guys who are really, really into that. Um, uh-huh. it's never been anything that like, I've really experienced personally, mm. um, but I know that there's people that are really into that. I personally don't really like feet in general. Like, oh. I I just I'm not disgusted by them, but I just they're not they're not I'm not like a fan of feet. Some guys really like feet, right? They really like toes. They like looking. I'm just, yeah, man. I don't know. It's just not my thing personally. But wow, to each yeah. His own. Yeah, really, to each his own. I mean yeah foot like it's it's so weird how when i'm in bed with a girl sometimes based off of the vibe i don't even want to have sex with her the first thing i want to do is just eat her out i want to just go down on her and i don't even want to put my dick i just want to please her maybe it's because i i like her so much or maybe it's because i think she's she she looks like she's been through a hard time and she needs pleasure <laughs> in her life i don't know but there's some girls that i just right off the bat i'm like you just lay there i'm gonna eat you out and uh, don't hope- ever change <laughs> <laughs> but that's don't not ever change that's not that's not everyone trust me um no i know but just that that's not a bad thing at all so just, right yeah so, sometimes it's like that but then sometimes and i am not um, ass to mouth, I think is disgusting 99% of the time, but Same. 1%, 1% of the time, like when I'm on an upper, when I'm on some blow or some Adderall, which I, you shouldn't do. Those are stupid drugs to do. <laughs> Don't do them, but I've done them before. And, you know, as someone who's done them, they're stupid drugs. Don't be an impressionable asshole. Don't do them. But if you do do them, eating ass <laughs> is, is, is the thing to do because one time I was in bed with a girl and uh, and I was, you know, so horny, but I got because I had done some blow, I couldn't get hard, but I was so horny for this girl and I, and I, I didn't know what to do. So I like ate her asshole. And uh, it was right after she took a shower. So don't think I'm gross. Um, and, 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 and it was just the weirdest thing because I woke up the next morning, you know, just, you know, the, the Coke, well, I don't know if you've done Coke, but like the Coke hangover is the absolute worst thing. You're depressed. You just I did it once and I never did it again. And I would never do it again because of that reason. Yeah. That's yeah. the reason. And, and so the next morning I'm, I'm, I'm on, I'm on a Coke, crazy Coke hangover. I can't look at myself in the mirror because not only am I depressed, but I'm someone who ate a random girl's ass the night before. (laughs) And, um, and then, uh, yeah. And that's the only time I've, I've ever eaten ass. You know what? There's people enjoy that. Some people don't. I think that like my, my motto in life is do what makes you happy. You know what I mean? Mm. If, if you like it and enjoy it, go for it. If, as long as the person wants it, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't have much to add to that other than like if, if it's something that both people are into, then it's cool. Whether it's like, yeah, just just 
the shower thing is important definitely um yeah. beforehand but oh my um, god the shower thing is hilarious <laughs> I, I i dated a girl one time who wouldn't sleep with me until she until i took a shower and i would say but babe i took a shower before you guys she's like i need to i need to watch you take a shower Just go that's in there an and extreme germaphobe that's like to the point where like yeah that would that would be a little bit crazy um yeah. if she has to like watch you watch you do that first but you know it if that's her thing, then that's her thing. I guess she just wants to be like extra clean. I guess. And well, this is the same girl who had me eat her out while she was on her period. So she isn't the cleanest. But, um, <laughs> oh boy, if she hears this. Hey, it's, it's good over. for you. It's iron. It's You're getting iron in your, in your system. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> right? it's so weird because like butt stuff really does freak me out. But blood doesn't freak me out at all. Like I... I would gladly eat out a girl on her period again and get blood all over. And it's gross to a lot of people. You're like I a understand. vampire. Yeah, no, but like, I like the taste of blood. It's, it's definitely, definitely weird. Um, <laughs> you, every girl that you find on Bumble and you match with, you should just, you should just uh, message them that exact line. And yes. see what happens. You know what I want to, you know what I want to do is I want to see what's trending in entertainment. Um, okay. Daniel Caesar. Can we talk about Daniel Caesar? Yeah, I mean, I only know one song from him that came out a couple of years ago, I think. Um, okay. So I, yeah, I don't know much one, about that he's, guy he's at all. one of the great, I mean, he had a musical run, I think 2016, 2017, where he was just releasing, it felt like R&B, like real R&B soul music was back because this guy was just, he has one of the most incredible voices right. ever and everybody was team Daniel Caesar. He was basically, they were, they were priding him as like the future of, of R and B music. Um, then he gets canceled and I think he got canceled because apparently he was a quote unquote, coon. people are calling him a coon. People are saying that, oh, because he went publicly and said that black people play the victim too much and said that black people hate on white people too much, that they need to be more empathetic towards white people. Um, you know, that's these are some of the things he said. And then Twitter went up, like black Twitter, let his ass have it. And then he goes, you know what, fine. If you want to cancel me, then cancel me. And then they're like, okay, we will cancel you. And then I think the wrath, that Twitter gave him. It's not that I don't really believe in cancel culture. If people say they cancel you, it's not like they're physically forcing you to not make a song and put it out. You could do whatever you want. But I think the wrath from black Twitter after he said those things made him like disappear and not want to release music. And people haven't really heard from him in a while. And so he's been trending on Twitter. Like, damn, I can't. No wonder I haven't heard from him. He, okay. This is what he says. Here's, here's, here's yeah. a quote. Here's a quote from Daniel Caesar. He goes, Black people are sensitive. Black people are sensitive and we need to get over racism. Um, wow. That's what that's what he said. Well, look, oh. everyone has an opinion. That's his. Um, he's allowed to have it. But like, wow, to say that out loud is quite brave because it's not now is not the time, man, to be saying that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's um, I mean, it's just know your audience. And here's the thing. People say things tongue in cheek that they don't mean all the time. That's OK. Um, it's not about I don't really think it's about what you say. I think it's about like how you how you react to it and how, you know, I don't think anybody should be canceled for words that they said. You know, maybe he didn't mean that. Cancel probably- culture is stupid. Like it, it, you're you're canceling someone because they said something terrible, but then well, look, if someone says something terrible now, I feel like, um, and they don't apologize. I feel like that's a reason to, to not want to be a fan anymore. But if someone said something 
eight years ago on Twitter. And mm-hmm. then today they're like, I'm an adult and I shouldn't have said that. And it was absolutely a mistake. And they said it once and, and they, you know, are completely changed now. I think that to cancel them now is really silly because it's showing that you can't grow and learn from your mistakes. Whereas right. if someone does says something over and over again, repeatedly, and is constantly saying terrible shit, mm. you can cancel that person. Right. But yeah, yeah. To cancel something this is different because he said it kind of recently so I can more understand it but there's people that said something you know when they were 16 and they're 37 and they're getting canceled but it's like they were just not educated when they said it whatever that may be right I I probably said something stupid before I don't remember that's what I'm saying like these people like the moral police they're acting like they've never said anything offensive or racist or that could come off as like they're a bigot in their entire life they're acting like they're people on the internet the the people who run cancel culture are people who are apparently perfect people and have never done anything wrong so I don't think those people should have (laughs) any power but they're just giving themselves power because Twitter gives them power and all of a sudden they just cut it's, it's like a, and they're, they're only like, they make up like 1% of the population. I mean, really only what's the stat. There's only like, like 15% of people use Twitter here. Don't quote me on that. I'm going to look how many U S population use Twitter. That was, I butchered that sentence. Um, 10 facts about <laughs> Americans in Twitter. Uh, so, so there's 17. Okay. One in five adults. So 22% of the population uses Twitter. That's, a very that's the very small minority but they're acting right. like they're the voice of the nation they're not the voice of the nation yeah you just have to be you just have to take everything with a grain of salt so if you read something like that online and it's about you or whatever just yeah you just have to learn to ignore i've had people say things about me before and i just have to ignore it because they don't know me as a person you've spent right. five seconds looking at my profile and you think you know who i am nah. come on sorry son I know. you don't I know. know me <laughs> No, no, judgmental people. And that's what I've learned. That's one of the great things of talking to you. And one of the things that I'm soaking up, because I soak up a lot of game from you, Jackie Hollywood. And one of the main things (laughs) is how you're the least judgmental person ever. You don't judge anybody for anything that they've done in their past. Thank you. I I pride myself on that. And I really like hearing you say that to me as well. It means a lot because I just feel like there's no reason to judge people based based off of like what they look like or what they sound like or what they Mm. may have done in the past. Just get to know who they are right now and then you can make an informed decision so thank you because I just yeah I don't like I don't like judgmental people at all I think that like they're just who are you on your high horse to to judge somebody else you don't know what they've been through Uh, yeah you don't know know what's happened to them you don't know why they are the way they are just like find out or don't find out right right (laughs) even label anybody even when you're out getting a coffee or you're 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 running an errand and you see somebody and somebody is kind of acting like a dick and maybe cuts you in line and rubs you the wrong way there's two ways you can go about that you could either say hmm this person must be going through something i could tell this person's bothered by something i'm gonna you know back off let her cut me in line or you could fight fire with fire where, where nobody wins and you look like a dick and she looks like a dick and now everybody's uncomfortable. So I think like next time you get cut off in line, let the person cut you off in line, let the person, cause they obviously are, are going through something that day, or maybe they're just a shitty person. And, and if they're a shitty person, then pr- they probably don't have anybody in their life. And if they don't have anybody in their right. life, their life is sad. And if their life is sad, then they deserve to check out at the grocery store before That's, you. Yeah. Yeah, that's my mentality. That's honestly like what you just said is how I view life, right? right? Just don't take like just just let it go. If someone cut me like 
I just honestly wouldn't say anything unless I was in a really extremely bad mood, which I probably wouldn't be. But yeah, I would just right. let it go. Just even let it if, go, man. Even it's if okay. you're walking down the street and someone's texting and driving and then they run you over and break your leg and then you have to. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, and, and then your life is you, you, your life will never be the same because of it. And you can't play basketball anymore. And then you get depressed. You still got to give that person the benefit of the. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but, no, then you kill your then you kill their whole family. That's just yeah. how that works. So. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least uh, they're at least they're at least their least IQ, at least their dumbest son. You have to you you get to kill not the smart son because he could have become a <laughs> he, he would become a doctor and maybe um you know invent the cure for the next pandemic. But the dumb son who's just gonna have five babies by the age of twenty two kill that motherfucker. Hey, we have some um we have some we have some messages before we. I know we've been this is a longer than normal podcast. We're just. You know, or the chemistry is there. You can feel it. But uh, we have some <laughs> we have some messages from people with crazy dating stories, right? We do. Um, we have. Yeah, there was particularly one girl who messaged us. Um, she said we could use her first name. So I'm going Love to. It. Her name is Lizzie <laughs> and she's a fan of the podcast. Yes. And she sent me. Well, she sent us um, a really, really long well two really long stories right wow. so i think that maybe we should do one we could do one on this podcast they're quite um <laughs> intricate and we could save the other one <laughs> wow she wrote um, an essay i don't know if i should read it word for word or if i should just summarize what what i what i read because it's like it's 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 a story it's like a book um i would say maybe summarize so, summarize what you read if if you're if you can maybe paraphrase it a little Okay, I'm gonna try. Okay, so this girl Lizzie said that um, she dated she dated this guy um, and for like a month or so, so not very long. And he asked her to go to a gala with him. I don't know for what, some kind of gala opening a party. Uh -huh. um, but then they broke up before the gala actually happened. Um, but she felt bad because she had promised him that she would go to the gala. So she just kept her word and she's like, all right, I'll still go with you. It's all good. Mm -hmm. um, so she ended up going with him and he... He picked her up at 4.30, but mm. then told her in the car that the gala doesn't start till eight. And she's like, why in the <laughs> world did you like, why did you pick me up so early? And he's like, oh, well, because I made reservations at a really fancy restaurant, like a really expensive restaurant. She said that that pissed her off because he was like a rich um, trust fund kid and she uh -huh. never had any money. And she thought he was trying to like buy her love back basically by oh. booking a really expensive restaurant. So she said, um, she said, I like, this is the reason I broke up with you. You're always trying to like buy me with money and I don't want that. And he's like, well, what do you want to do? And she said, she said, I just want to go to Wendy's. So, <laughs> so, so they went to Wendy's. I love um, that. She, and then, you know, that took like 10 minutes, right. To, to get Wendy's. And she said for the rest of the time, they were in the car for two hours, completely silent and didn't speak at all. Um, <laughs> and then and then uh, he uh, they were still they, went to the they, gala. Were they fucking? What were they doing? No, she said they she said they they sat in the car completely silent for two hours, no music, nothing. Then they went to the gala. <laughs> she did she ditched him there and like found somebody else or whatever to hang out with. And then <laughs> what? the worst part comes after this. So she like obviously thought that was a mistake. She shouldn't have gone with him. She later found out that he was a hardcore drug dealer and she, he dealt drugs to all the rich kids in their neighborhood and that he was on trial and went to court for raping a girl and tape and taping it. What? And you can hear, you could hear the girl saying, no, don't do it in the background. And, um, 
it was in the newspaper. It was in the local paper. Oh. And she found all of that out after she dated him. And so she dodged a bullet. And that was that was the first story. And I just thought that was absolutely oh. insane. So so a high-end drug, so a high-end rapist slash drug dealer you sits in a car with you for two hours and you don't say anything while eating Wendy's out of everything in that story, which is that story is crazy. The weirdest thing is the sitting in the car for two hours without saying anything with no music. That must've been extremely awkward. I would have been like, take me home. I don't want to go to this stupid gala, but right. you know, to each his own. Um, she learned from it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> and she, I has, mean, she has other crazy stories, so we can get into those next time. This girl has been through a lot. I'll tell you that right now. I, I just can't. So this guy who he who she thought was a trust fund baby is really just a drug dealer. He deals drugs to rich people who he probably charges up the ass for the drugs. He's like, here's a, oh yeah, Molly is going for $200 a pill. You didn't hear it here. They're like, okay, I guess right. $200, you know, um, Man, and then taking advantage of girls when they don't want it. And then she yeah, found out later filming, after they dated. Like, yeah. Raping is very bad. It's a bad thing to do. It's, filming. It is very bad. Filming you raping a girl is just really bad and really stupid. Because you're doing the worst thing you could possibly do to another human being, I think. And you're giving evidence? What are you? Like, this guy. Yeah, man. Well, he's he's obviously he he deserves to rot in jail, which I hope he's in jail right now. But I just, I mean, and that's what's so crazy about dating is like there's a chance that you can date a a, a felon. There's a chance that a, a guy you go on a blind date with has a criminal record, and you just really don't know. Um, I think there needs. To yeah, be that is very scary, actually. Like I. I'm always thinking that whenever, well, I don't think that now because I'm in a very happy and stable relationship, but before I would be like, how can I, how do I know that this guy didn't like kill somebody in the past or do something crazy or, right. you know, you can't really trust somebody you that you can't. just met. You um, and I, I had an ex that was actually like in jail, for, but he, he was upfront about it and he told me that he's been in jail before. Uh -huh. So he didn't hide it for me and I was right. like okay that's fine because he gave me a reason that in my opinion was valid totally. I know that sounds crazy um but it obviously <laughs> wasn't okay. it obviously wasn't okay and I was blinded you know by whatever you want to call it lust or love or whatever and then I realized like I probably shouldn't have dated somebody that admitted to me that they've been to jail it's probably I mean, like stupid so just be careful is, guys <laughs> this is this is a tough one dating dating ex-felons because like you don't want it's it's just not fair if somebody like did something stupid 10 years ago and now they can't it holds them back now they can't find the girl right I agree them. with you like cancel culture like because if they've changed if they did something and they changed uh -huh. you can tell Right. I think that maybe the person I was with didn't quite change. And I realized uh -oh. that later on, but there are yeah. definitely reformed, um, reformed prisoners who come out, you know, who's a reformed guy, Mike, the situation Sorrentino from Jersey shore, man, that guy was drinking on drugs, tax evasion, all this crazy stuff, fighting uh -huh. all the time. He's absolutely sober, went to prison, did his time. And now he's like one of the, I think one of the most like positive and amazing human beings like yeah. ever. So, so I, I there you go. that's a good, that's a good example. Um, also he's kind of a unique situation because, uh, he's he a reality star. So, right. I know, um, I know, but, but no, but that's, yeah, I feel like it's just, you know, you did something stupid 10 years ago. 
you, you turned your life around no matter what it's just inevitable that some people are no matter how much you've changed and how much you how how much better of a person you are you're you're cutting out a lot of people from potentially dating you there's a i mean i know a lot of girls and as do you who would just if they see felony on the record they're not even getting near it so it's it's, it's yeah i guess i wasn't one of those but now i would be i think <laughs> more just careful. don't so just try, just don't be a felon. If you're a dude out there, if you're doing something and the main reason, not because you're going to rot in jail, because 10 years later, you're going to have uh, less luck on dating apps, because I think uh, this is my prediction in five years, there's going to be an app where you could do a background check on a guy, like a really simple background check on, or there might already be an app where you could do a background check on somebody that you're going to go on a Bumble or a Tinder or Hinge date. Oh, that's such a good idea. It's going to, it's, they're yeah. going to create it because that's, there's, that's a huge problem. People go on dates with people that they don't do any research on. I mean, yeah, you could see the Instagram, but you know, it's kind of easy to hide shit. So um, that's, that's going to be a thing. And and then for those felons, they're going to, they're, they're going to be screwed. So then there's going to be another dating app where it's felons only where felons only date other felons which you know what uh that i i guess you should, it is what it is i don't know that should be called bumble behind bars and then it's just all felons, <laughs> felons dating each other bumble, <laughs> bumble date bumble <behind>. bbb <laughs> the, a different kind of bbb um, oh my god it's the, it's a b it'll be a b like behind prison bars it'll be a, it'll be a yeah b in jail that'll be the icon <laughs> oh man well i i can't wait to expand further on that and also talk about um lizzie's other story because it was actually Lizzie. it was it was actually even yeah it was just as good as this one so yes. definitely gonna talk about it thank you for sending that lizzie and to anybody else out there who has crazy dating stories we can absolutely keep you anonymous if you want to or we can say your name but dm them to us on our instagram at delete my number podcast and let us know if there's anything that you want us to talk about or discuss because that's really fun. We like talking about other people's drama, right? Yes, so absolutely. Send that. Send that's, that over. Give us a follow on our Instagram. Say yes, hello. You know. Follow any anything, any any tips, constructive criticism. We're we're open to it. You know, we're just starting. This is our fourth episode and we want to make this thing big. So, and if you please. want to sponsor our podcast, you know what? We are accepting that as well. Um, if you are a person with a small business out there and you're like, man, I want to promote my business, DM us, we'll figure something out. Right. Yes. It's all about, it's all about showing love. So absolutely. And um, we're going to do some, and we're going to get video involved very soon. Maybe on the 10th episode, we could set a goal for it, but I just can't wait to, be in the same room as you and get to like, you know, cause if, cause we have chemistry now, but just wait till we're in the same room shitting on each other or talking. Oh, not, not other. really though. <laughs> not, act, yeah. not actually defecating. shitting on each other, but like, oh, I will, I will be defecating on Jackie Hollywood's <laughs> chest if we get oh. a thousand unique <laughs> listeners. <So. laughs> okay. Now I definitely don't want the listener. I'm just kidding. Yeah. It'll be fun to, um, to do the podcast in person together. And we're definitely streaming for um, doing one on IG live as well before we get together in person. So we'll just, we'll let you guys know when that's all happening, but yeah. Thanks for being a part of our crazy lives. It's fun. Yeah, it we is. Appreciate it's, it. It's very fun. Uh, Jackie, uh, great talking to you and we will, uh, we will see you guys for episode five. Yeah. See you soon and happy new year again. Ha happy new year, everybody. Peace out.